Greetings and salutations, everyone out there in the uh, world of the internet, and welcome to another fun-filled installment of the One Chart Podcast, where I talk about uh, Marvel movies, games, uh, characters, video games, board games, anything and everything nerdy that you can think of. Uh, I'm going to bring that information all to you, and uh, I'm going to do a retro uh, movie review on a classic that I actually grew up watching. Uh, a while ago, called uh, Howard the Duck. Now, before I get into this, you're probably thinking, why Howard the Duck? And I'm, uh, I just want to go and just basically say this is one of those uh, movies that I grew up on and didn't really realize what it was all about until I got older. Um, uh, like for example, that I had no idea it was a Marvel movie. Uh, Marvel. Uh, which yes, you're probably wondering, really. But you probably figured that out in the second Guardians movie where uh, Howard the Duck was at the collector's um, little, uh, or his, his little setup. And he, <laughs> he, he basically was drinking a martini and, you know, said something wisecracking to uh, the collector. Uh, he also has like a slight uh, little... Uh, uh, disagreement with uh, the Russian dog who, who is also a telepath somehow but um, overall this movie was very unique to me I mean like I you know it, it it's it's one of those kind of feel-good movies where you just kind of you watch it and you don't you, you kind of figure out you know, you know it's 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 different it's you know around an era where you know some type of weird aliens gonna make uh, contact with a human and go on and go forth from there um now the one thing about this movie that really threw me off in particular was it had george lucas's name on it and at first i was kind of thrown back for a little bit because how did george lucas's name even get on a movie like this let alone a marvel movie and it and it i it dawned on me uh, George Lucas was getting a lot of popularity around the time when he did uh, all the Star Wars movies. So they figure, why not get basically the man that took sci-fi, deep space, alien blasting uh, know-how and give it to this particular person, which makes a lot of sense because, I mean, who else is going to direct or put their name on a movie that regards a a duck going from planet A to planet B, which is Earth, and just get into a lot of hijinks. Um, it was it was a pretty unique move on their own accord. Um, but uh, with all that being said, let's get on with this review. Now, this movie uh, was directed by Willard Hielk. Um I'm sorry if I said that last name wrong. I don't mean to do that. Um, it, of course, it was, it, it, it was directed in 1986. Um, the overall score for it was is a 4.6 out of 10, which, you know, it's 1986. It's another sci-fi movie. If it isn't The Giver or if it isn't some other, like, sci-fi movie like like Star Wars, it's not going to go far. But uh, they, they did fairly good in the box office. Their projected uh, usage of their budget was $35 million. Uh, worldwide was 21 million, so it was uh it was rather shy from its uh, target goal of making that money back. But 
I mean, for worldwide and that much, it was done. I mean, they did fairly good. Now, um, let's get into the cast in general. We have Leia Thompson, who plays this uh, upbeat uh, lead singer in this punk rock group that wants to kind of get out and branch out and become famous, which, of course, in the 80s, that was always like the gimmick. Um, we have Jeffrey Jones, Tim Robbins, Ed Gale, who is Howard the Duck himself within the suit, uh, Chip Zian, which is also the voice of Howard the Duck. Now, uh, with, with, uh, Howard the Duck's, uh, general design in this movie, it was done really well because they, they got the, um, dimensions pretty right, regardless with the, you know, them just kind of taking a random swing in the dark and also, um, dealing with, uh, just, you know, the, you know, how do they, how do they honestly go about and making this, this worthwhile or making it more intergalactic, even though on this duck planet, uh, Howard the Duck just had a typical apartment like everybody else, uh, just everything run of the mill, uh, anything that you can think of from the eighties that everyone had or watched or dealt with, he had that, but with intelligent duck people. Um, now, as the movie then further progresses, there is a tractor beam that takes him off of his planet, and, um, the first thing that got a little awkward with this is, um, there's a lot of duck boob, and I, at first, I, I mean, keep in mind, I watched this growing up, so it was very censored, and then I picked up the Blu-ray copy and watched it, so I can do this review, and uh, I was like, why is there a lot of duck boob in this? I mean, it's not a lot, but I, I, I understand it's, it's a, oh God, I, I don't know. I just can't. But uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a bit, but I mean, still, Howard the Duck's being thrown through buildings and walls and he finally uh, leaves the planet and lands on Earth where he meets Leia Thompson and uh, also has to deal with the ruffians and everything else that's with, you know, that are currently there because she's performing and she kind of freaks out because she's, she just witnessed a, a duck creature of high intelligence just talking to her. So um, after they deal with these ruffians, uh, she invites Howard back to her place. Now, the overall acting just at the beginning was, I mean, with Howard the Duck, Howard itself, you know, it's... Is you're going from a person in a care in, in a uh, person in a suit dressed as a duck to um, puppeteers, and the puppeteers actually, I mean, they they tried to keep his his flow, his credibility on point overall, and I mean, it, it, of course, this is the start of the movie. Um, it then further progresses uh, with. Um, just all these all all these other little hijinks and know how that just kind of happens uh uh leia's trying to figure out how what he does and howard you know just kind of throws out what he he used to do and how he did now he uh used to play a uh, instrument and uh she was really intrigued by that but then he uh he basically said you know i have to go i have to put on the big boy pants and get a real job, which, uh, his job was a, uh, if I remember right, a copywriter, which basically he just 
wrote little like jingles or little sayings for commercials and um overall <laughs> i mean it, it it really starts to build up the the speed of this type of movie was kind of it was a little slow but it was also building up to something big which you notice with uh th- uh the introduction of tim robbins uh, who did a really good job as the lab assistant, and I, I had to make a note of this as the janitor because he was made a reference as to um as a as a janitor because he he made a lot of of cool aspects and points about stuff, and he he was re- rather smart, but his his level of energy was way too high for most characters, and of course Howard didn't really care for that, so he they like I said they had to deal with a lot. And at one point in time, you know, uh, Howard separated with Leia, um, who her, her, the name of her character escapes me at the, at the time point, but you know, I know this is Leia Thompson and, uh, he works for, he works at a brothel for a little bit. And I didn't know what to make of that because, you know, that's, uh, you know, I know eighties stuff like that, but why would you have a, a duck from another planet work at a brothel? That's, that's kind of weird, but it was also that buildup because there, with the introduction, the separation, there's always the reintroduction and the apology. Then they, uh, they, you know, everything seems fine and dandy. And then they find out that uh, he was brought through with this uh, teleportation or this tractor beam. Well, now I, I, I have to throw this in because it, this is where it got really weird for me. Um, Leia Thompson made a, uh, they were talking and, laying in her bed and she makes this uh comment that maybe they should uh fool around a bit now howard just kind of set everything up and then when she actually reciprocated with those uh advances you know uh howard then kind of got no sir there's no kind about it he got very nervous uh he basically went on the lines of saying basically uh just uh i don't know about this this doesn't really seem right i don't know i have a headache yes he used that excuse I have a headache and uh, it, it almost got to a point where it got super raunchy and uh, then Tim Robbins comes in and his other friends who I believe uh, the other character is um, uh, Jeffrey Jones, Jeffrey Jones, um, who, you know, Jeffrey Jones's character, he plays the main scientist. He's the one that was playing around with the tractor beam. They then uh, talk about what happened and how it happened. And, uh, you know, Howard then, you know, finds a way to get home. But in order to do that, they have to um, basically rebuild and reconstruct what happened. Um, But before that happens, you know, they they go to the lab. They show them what's going on. Um, There's a little side point after a while. There's more character structure and build. Um, Which, by the way, Leia Thompson's uh, acting as we go further into this movie, it's, it's nonchalant. It's more, uh, it's like simple one-liners or what simple one-worded little conversations and whatnot. You know, Howard's just doing his thing and being smug about, you know, people giving him mess left and right here and there. Um, that's where, uh, Jeffrey Jones's character tries to recreate this and they bring something back, and it's a um, dark overlord of some kind. So, with that happening, they they pick him up, they take him up uh, up to this diner, 
and he you see like the transformation now keep in mind this is 1986 the subtle transformation that he goes through it goes from him talking normal and then coming up with like this unique uh voice that he he produced just like out of nowhere and he does a fairly good job with it but i mean it's 1986 it's going from like you know if if anyone grew up in that era you you know um if you ever watch this particular movie where it, it, you go from oh i'm mild manner so and so but then i'm i'm this guy and and my voice is deeper and i have a dark past and i have to come after you and or tell you about how my story came to be you know it's it's <laughs> that's basically what happens in this movie so uh this dark overlord finally takes over which you know once again different voice all these you know the uh, cheesy effects but then again it's it's the 80s i mean we've all been subjected to with cheesy effects and, but that's what makes the 80s unique you know it's what makes it really cool so then once the dark overlord fully takes over that's when uh the the end result of this movie finally takes place where uh you see the de the character development of the villain and the the victim which is leia thompson and howard the duck how he be has to become this hero now uh tim robbins comes in and tries and does whatever he can to help which he does immensely but towards the end uh this dark overlord apparently has like this unique power and uh they finally flush him out of jeffrey jones's character's body and now he has to uh then have he has this ultimatum either don't destroy this teleporter because now he's bringing the other you know dark overlords from this 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 void realm that they were banished to or uh deal with the dark lords you know finish all of them off and then you can go ahead and head back home which then you know he makes that that uh justly uh decision to just stay on earth which then he defeats the dark overlord helps his friends and uh makes a living as the um Alea thompson lead uh of her band as their uh their not producer but their oh man that's escaping my mind at the moment but he he's basically overwatching the money and everything else for this band which ironically out of the blue they they strike it rich they they made it big and now they're doing their own thing so now with the 80s i mean you can go from being like okay typical setup for any 80s movie you're the nerd or you're just this outcast you get picked on and then something happens where you get these unique powers or abilities and you use them to help and save people and the one person that you uh would never expect to uh pick up on your powers is you know that person and they 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 grow affections for you and they like you for who you are and you notice that and you know the one girl you were crushing for you're like whatever and you make out with the girl in the end that's just ex well in this case you know howard is their um there's their promoter their you know uh producer the the hype well not the hype guy but the one guy that just basically you know uh puts everything together and basically uh, their manager that's what i'm trying to say i can't believe i couldn't bring that up in my mind manager i'm just like throwing around a bunch of words but um towards the end you know when howard basically says oh i used to play a, mu uh, a musical instrument 
well, you know, certain events happen and he gets thrown out on stage and they give him a uh, a mini guitar. Okay, I, I can't make this up. Mini guitar. So it's like, oh, okay, I better play my way out of this uh, bad situation, which isn't too bad. And uh, he totally rocks. He He's, you know, rocking and rolling and playing his guitar like he just picked it up yesterday or, you know, used to play all the time and had, took like a day or three or, you know, three or four days off and just started to like just just guitar riff and everything and totally, you know, did it up big and, you know, the band's going with it and everyone's going with it because, you know, oh, man, look, it's Howard the Duck. He, he saved the world from, you know, an imminent uh, invasion of evil dark lords and uh and then that's basically how the the movie ends now as you all know with, with current marvel movies there's always like that one little cut scene towards the middle or the end um there, there was no such thing with this because you know it's a marvel movie it's just a movie you know nothing special with this but it's howard the duck it's their their first kind of swing with it and it seemed very interesting and i really liked the movie now overall the acting was pretty good with certain characters here and there and of course Alay Thompson it was it was energetic it was hyper but also it was kind of like um like to a point to where you know she can answer it with one simple uh, phrase or just just simple yes or no or just yeah you get like three yeahs from her uh when it gets to like to the middle towards the end of the movie and um but I mean it was actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting, I, I popped the movie in and started watching it and, and sure as rain. I mean, I started to chuckle at a couple of like, you know, cheesy, corny jokes or, you know, just whatever's happening. And it was really, really good. You know, uh, it's one of those movies where you would look at it and go, I can't, I can't do this. It's not worth my time. But if, you know, give it like, 15 20 minutes of your time trust me your 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 in your in um curiosity sorry your curiosity is gonna kick in and you're gonna check it out and you're gonna go man that's actually pretty good i really like this movie or this movie is i would roll maybe put it as a cult classic but not quite because it's marvel and you know marvel has roots and it's really really cool but um with this movie for my personal rating, out of a ten, I I give it a, I give it a seven. I'll I'll be very generous with this. I'll give it a seven. I give it a seven because it was their first. I mean, aside from the mid forties with Captain America, where they actually made um that particular movie where he had the shield, but he also had a gun, uh, which he used quite often. And um, let's not get into the nineties where they have their their representations of Thor, which was done pretty well. Iron Man, which kind of looked like a walking trash can. Uh, the Hulk, uh, of course, done by Lou Ferrigno, which was done fairly well. Um, which I believe that was Stanley's first cameo in uh, the trial of the Hulk, I believe, or the trial of Bruce Banner, where he's actually sitting in with the um the the jurors. And, um, that was a true sight to behold. Um, Howard the Duck, I believe, was one of those Marvel movies that kind of got it started, started for Marvel. And I feel like it, you know, they could do, I mean, they did a lot more with it. I mean, why not? You, 
you you started with Howard. I mean, you started you went with Captain America, and then you had comics, and then you had your series with Iron Man and all these other ones, and then you decided to then come out with Howard the Duck, which you know I feel like was one of those we're gonna get things started with this particular movie, and then we're gonna progress with other Marvel characters, and hopefully we can see we can you know get them uh, on the big screen and or on a TV show, which. Uh, they did with Blade. Blade, of course, had three uh, movies. And it had its own TV series for a bit, but that only lasted for a season. Uh, it didn't do so well. And, um, I, you know, I appreciate this movie for what it is because it was, like I said, it's one of those sit-down, you know, you think you're not going to enjoy it, but you watch it and you're really enthralled by it. Um, I'm not going to lie, I was watching halfway through and I... I usually take notes here and there with this movie, and I did for a bit, but there's these certain little points where I just kind of stopped, and I just really got into the movie, and I just kind of put my notebook to the side, because, you know, it was really one of those, like, oh, I remember this part, or I remember, the, you know, where he did this, or did that, and it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, like I said, this, this, this movie was really, really good. Um, you know, kind of like, uh, the Toxic Crusader, but that's not Marvel. I won't get into that one quite yet. That's for another podcast. So with all that being said, uh, this is Nick one shot podcast with your, uh, retro movie movie review of Howard the duck. Finally got a chance to, uh, do something with this one. It was actually, you know, if I ever got a chance to watch it again, I would. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you like what you heard, um, subscribe to my twitter uh my soundcloud i have itunes um if you checked on uh i believe on my twitter i usually put the links in some of my downloads or some of my shows and um hopefully you know get the chance to kind of check out what i have um but all in 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 over and all you know i also want to once again thank everyone who has been listening um, or who will be listening, um, guys are really cool, I really enjoy doing this, and I hope to do more episodes for you, um, so, with that, I'm signing off, once again, thank you everyone for listening to, uh, my podcast, um, so with that, overall, thank you, and have a pleasant tomorrow, Excelsior, because, you know, that's a thing, Stan Lee did that, all right, Take it easy.